section nineteen of the national geographic magazine volume nine april eighteen ninety eight this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b geographic literature geographical and statistical notes on mexico by mateus romero pages roman numeral fourteen plus two hundred eighty six new york g p putnam's sons the modest title conveys an inadequate idea of the scope of this book which is a compendium of useful and interesting data as to the resources and commercial progress of our sister republic the high official position of signor romero has procured for him data inaccessible to most writers while his long diplomatic service in the united states has enabled him to select wisely the statistical matter herein presented he treats clearly from original sources mining railways revenues and expenditures foreign trade in general and especially the commercial relations between mexico and the united states the data in many cases extending to eighteen ninety seven the volume closes with an interesting article on the drainage of the valley of mexico a problem that for five hundred years baffled the local engineers but which now finally resolved will be practically completed in june eighteen ninety eight the subject of railways occupies the most space as is proper they constituting the most potent factor in the late astonishing development of mexico Signor romero's account of the mining industries will command attention not only from the interesting manner in which it is presented but also from the predominating part played by silver in late years mexico has coined silver to the value of three billion five hundred thirty million dollars and has used one-fourth as much more in the arts etc the coinage during the colonial period fifteen thirty seven to eighteen twenty one averaged annually seven million five hundred thousand dollars during the independence eighteen twenty two to seventy three fifteen million six hundred thousand dollars and under the republic twenty four million seven hundred thousand dollars it is estimated that the annual output of silver in mexico will ultimately reach one hundred million dollars the commercial relations between mexico and the united states are treated fully and the statistical tables illustrate forcibly the steadily increasing trend of mexican trade toward this country in eighteen seventy two to seventy three the first regular report of the mexican statistical bureau the imports from the united states were valued at six million four hundred thirty thousand dollars in eighteen ninety six to ninety seven they amounted to twenty three million five hundred thirty five thousand dollars consisting principally of manufactures of metal wood and cotton and raw cotton although corn figured largely owing to the failure of the crop in mexico in the same years mexico exported to the united states sixteen million four hundred thirty thousand dollars eighteen seventy two to seventy three and thirty million seven hundred fourteen thousand dollars eighteen ninety six to ninety seven the increase in exports is almost entirely in merchandise the principal articles being copper coffee and fibers 
the excellencies of mexican climates scarcely appear in the meagre meteorological data presented and the value of the table on page eighty nine is impaired by the misprint of eighteen sixty nine for the correct year eighteen ninety six it is much to be regretted that so valuable a publication has no general map a w g map of alaska showing known gold-bearing rocks with descriptive text containing sketches of the geography geology gold deposits and routes to the gold fields u s geological survey page forty four washington eighteen ninety eight a report to congress on agriculture in alaska including reports by walter h evans benton killen and sheldon jackson u s department of agriculture office of experiment stations bulletin number forty eight pages roman numeral four plus thirty six with map and illustrations washington eighteen ninety eight rand mcnally and company's new eighteen by twenty four map of alaska showing also british columbia with portions of northwest territories etc chicago and new york rand mcnally and company eighteen ninety seven rand mcnally and company's official map of alaska including the klondike district and adjacent gold fields showing various routes to the mines twenty four by thirty six cloth chicago and new york rand mcnally and company eighteen ninety seven golden alaska an up-to-date guide klondike district yukon valley by ernest ingersoll pages roman numeral five and one hundred sixty with maps and illustrations chicago and new york rand mcnally and company eighteen ninety seven the golden north by c r tuttle pages roman numeral ten plus three hundred seven with maps chicago and new york rand mcnally and company eighteen ninety seven nothing could be more timely or for their purpose more valuable than the reports on alaska recently published by the u s geological survey and the u s department of agriculture the one on the mineral resources of the territory and the other on its agricultural capabilities while there is still much awaiting demonstration in both these fields of investigation enough is definitely known to prove of the utmost utility to those who are seeking their fortune in the new eldorado the principal authors of both reports have rendered the readers of the national geographic magazine the service of summarizing the results of their investigations for this number but the reports themselves should be carefully studied by all prospective visitors to the region described the reputation of the well-known firm of rand mcnally and company is fully maintained in their recent publications on alaska and the klondike their eighteen by twenty four map shows in considerable detail the whole of alaska and the western portion of the dominion of canada and notwithstanding the small scale on which it is drawn it is clear and distinct in every particular the official map while twice the size of the foregoing embraces a much smaller area with the result that the different geographical features of the attractive region it represents stand out with a distinctness that leaves nothing to be desired mr ernest ingersoll's golden alaska contains much useful information for intending settlers but is hardly up to the author's usual standard in its literary style mr tuttle's the golden north 
is a somewhat more ambitious and more serious work and not so obviously designed to meet a merely temporary want while the two publications necessarily cover to some extent the same ground each has its place and the two books are really complementary to each other j h end of section nineteen end of the national geographic magazine volume nine april eighteen ninety eight